When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right here, power hour inside the locker room. Hour number two. Cool breeze up at 1120. And... Wolf, I have to say this. Um, we were kind of talking a little bit over the break, and I think it's something to note. And you have the stats out in front of you, so I want to make sure that you are the one quoting these. Okay. Um, we talked about being cautiously optimistic because defensively there's, you know, nothing special name recognition-wise. There's no superstars yeah. on yeah. the Texan side of the ball. But yeah. – they're ridiculously efficient, and that's what scares you, well, correct? Well, the first thing that scares me is the fact that I'm not scared of anything. <laughs> I see. That's what scares me. You know what I'm okay. talking about, Max. We as offensive linemen, by by nature, we're always, you know, you, you have that thing. You grow up going, you know, coaches say you got to fear that man to play him, you know, so that you're at, at, at DEFCON 5 all the time. So you always pick out a guy and you start to highlight the things that he does so well because even if the guy is not a very good player, you know, and let's face it, at this level, everybody's a good player. But even if the guy is just like your average player, you need to highlight that that sort of combustible thing between the two of you to get your your, your R, mental RPMs done right. You know what I mean? So yeah. so so when you look at this and nothing scares you about them, then you like go, oh, there's something wrong, <laughs> you know. I'm not yeah, ready. Exactly. I'm not mentally ready. There's yet. something wrong that nothing is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm conflicted. Yeah. All right, that's too many concussions, I guess. No, it, no, it, it, it's not about that, you know. It, but it, it's good to have a healthy respect right. for. That unknown. I, I think yeah. that's another thing when we look at it. You you can't necessarily get overly enamored. I mean, I, I think I might have sold it a little bit high earlier in the show, but I I think you, you're absolutely right. You know, there is that's why and that's why I say cautious optimism, right? Right. Because if we're looking at it, you know, apples to apples or man to man, it's a everything reads all right. We should we should we should be okay here. Yes. But like you said, the execution, um, play, making sure you play up to your standards and not down to the competition. Yes, 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 yes. That's exactly has to it. Be, yeah, that's what you have to kind of take stock in. And, you know, I know we're talking about the preseason and how that's not an indicator of success in season, but 
you know, one thing we can glean from that is the Steelers took care of business on teams that they should have taken care of business on, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I think that's what we that's what we kind of have to hang our hat on, and and this is now going to be the seventh game that this team has rolled out and played, right? Okay. And right now we've on, we've only sustained. Think about this: we've only had one loss in those set, in those previous six games. Right. Right. So you have a certain level of confidence that things can click because we've seen them click. We've seen them work yep. and work against the teams you're supposed to work them against. And so I think that as, as we kind of get closer into this week and we'll, we'll continue to, to digest and dissect things. But, um, but I still feel confident that if there is a moment that, you know, like you, like a lot of a lot of our guests and everybody's kind of hinted towards, if you are going to give Jalen Warren a shot mm-hmm. in a game and start to see what he can do, this would be an opponent that you would try that on, right? Mm-hmm. This would be the one that you kind of see. Okay, can we can we create some some new sparks and get something going? Because, like I said, the progression has been it's gotten better every week. Oh yeah, yep. So far with the offense, defense has been dynamic. At points, very explosive defensively, either with turnovers, with sacks, big tackles for loss, all of those things. Can we sustain a three-phased approach in this game and stay focused for 60 minutes? Because if you stay focused for 60 minutes and you mind your P's and Q's and you do your 111th every, down, down to every man that's involved in this game, then good things should happen. But... I think people take take Houston for granted just because they look at the history of the last couple of years and the dumpster fire that's been in Houston mm-hmm. between the Deshaun Watson situation, Bill O'Brien selling off all their high dollar players. <laughs> you know, it seemed like right. on, on a monthly basis it felt like. Um, and I think there, and I think there, there's going to be a little bit of edge on this game. You know why I think that Wolf? Why is that? Because who's getting honored for the Texans? Oh, yes. Yes. A little uh, ring of honor action before yes. the game. And who's going to be there? TJ's brother. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh big bro. Yes. Thankfully and, not in uniform, though. Yeah, thankfully not in uniform. He will be there only in physical representation to accept said ring of honor. Um, but I think that's that's going to bring a little extra to the defense side of the ball. Right? True. True. You're going to have some guys jacked up for a while there, and that would be something that can be, um, you know, it's tough because defensively. Harnessed. Yeah. There's a, they've only got four sacks. they only got four takeaways. They're plus two. You know, they're giving up 24 points a game in scoring and 340 total yards. But, you know, the 117 yards rushing, you're right. This is an opportunity. If And one of the things I think when we talk about uh, Najee and, and Jalen, I, I got a feeling this is this is really beneficial in the long run for Najee because when he's not the workhorse such as he's been, you know, when he's getting that ball so much, um, you know, you're talking about 300 touches in a season or so or even more, um, that, that that can be a problem. And, and I, I don't know, I think maybe for him, maybe the having uh, Jalen come along and take some of his, his snaps is a good thing. Well, and, and it's about how can you keep a guy fresher? 
Sure. Right. Um, because one of the things you do worry about, you do want to get your your backs to the second half of the season um, to where the weather starts to change a little bit. Gets a little inclement, right? <laughs> gets a little muddy. Gets a little snowy. Gets a little rainy. I think they call uh, it what? December football, right? That, that's right. That, that's right. That's what we call football, ladies and gentlemen, out there <laughs> in the Northeast. Um, but that's what I want to see. I, I want to see just a little bit of a change and that role reversal because maybe that's an additional motivator. Because remember a year ago, right, when Najee was kind of slowed by the foot and wearing the plate in the shoe? Right. Jalen was providing the spark. And mm-hmm. people were talking about it last year, and we saw that little, that little nudge, right, a little kick uh that 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 Najee needed and Najee started running even more like take the plate out the shoe let me just go yeah right <laughs> you <Yep>. know <laughs> yep. and and he went and so may, maybe that is a little bit of a change I don't think it's a permanent role but if you are going to do it why not try it now why not just try it and see what happens and if that can spark a different dimension loosen it up I think also even if you don't do that I think against this defense, if you commit to what you were doing in the game against the Raiders, you're going forward, going more north and south. Yeah. The inside zones that kind of look like duo uh, or double teams or double, yes. however we however we want to parse it. Um, this is a team that I think you can get that movement on. This is a team I think that you yes. can you can if you if you're gonna if you're gonna bring the hammer and you're looking for nails. This is a game where you can bring some nails out. You are so right. Max, you take a look at Malik Collins, 96. Sheldon Rankins, 98. You look at uh, Kurt Hinnish, all right? Those guys, they're not big guys. They're all 6'2". I mean, they're only 6'. They they bury themselves in the double teams. You know, they – they're not they're not tall enough to keep their eyes in the backfield. They literally go put the stick their helmets right in the chest of the offensive linemen. And I, I just think that you can go straight at them like you were talking about and have some really good results with these guys because again, they're not that big. And I think they have a great opportunity with the advancement and the way they handled the duos or the doubles as we go back and forth over that whole thing. The double duos. There you go. Um, there we go. Double duos. Yeah. Double, yeah. Um, the, the, you know, I, I really think, hopefully, if, if James Daniels is okay and Chooks and everything, of course, but, you know, that they can come out and be able to dominate physically. I think they can get after these guys. No, I, I do too. I, I, I think you can go right at the teeth of this defense and not feel threatened because there is an experience there. There is, um, you know, an opportunity that you put Isaac Ciamalo and Mason Cole or Dan Moore and, and Isaac Ciamalo or James Daniels and Chooks for they can get push. And I would love for this to become a game where Kenny's under center, play action. Yeah, And I, yep. I'm, st- I'm still going to keep bringing them along, Wolf. I, I, I'm going to keep saying it until it comes to fruition. I need to see tight end targets. I yes. know we love – the speedsters and we love right, the acrobatics right. on the outside. I'm not saying forget about George Pickens and Calvin Austin. I'm no, not saying no. that by any stretch of the imagination. But what I am saying is, is that if there is a game to get the tight ends involved, 
to make this now a more multifaceted offense and create additional layers that teams have to game plan for, this is that game. Think of Pat Fryermuth. Think oh, of yes. Darnell Washington. Think of Connor Hayward. And utilize them, whether it's in the screen game or whether it's just simply running some couple of underneath routes or, and, heck, every once in a while they catch them sleeping a little bit and single high, throw the seam. Yeah. You know, I mean, you've, you've got to – I feel like this is a game where you can explore a little more of your offense to figure out the identity of this group and what they do well. well this is one where you can, you can test it on. You're spot on, Max, because right now the Texans are allowing a tight end catch rate of 85%. I mean, that's 30, 30th in the league. All right, they're, they're allowing an 8.1 yards per target to tight ends, which is 26th in the league. All right, so, I mean, the fact that, that up to this point, uh, Pat has not, uh, Fryermuth has not gotten over four targets a game when last year he was averaging six targets, okay? This, I, I think, boom, yeah, yeah, you, this is where we got to go, just like you're talking about, and doing some of the other things, as you're saying. But, yeah, I really like the thought of going after these guys and getting me some more mooth. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. We need to set the mooth on loose. <laughs> See, I've, now you have a lisp. You listen to me too much. <laughs> yeah, it, well, yeah, l- listen, listen. If it, mean, if it means Pat Frymuth gets more targets, I will take that lisp, Wolf. I will sacrifice. <laughs> and I will talk like this if that's what it means to get the mooth on the loose. You know, I, I'll do that. I, I will do that. <laughs> you do that so well. And and, and and I haven't heard of Mount Washington uh, no. come, out, come out of the top of the booth between you and Billy, so yeah. I, I need that as well. <laughs> That's another guy that needs to be targeted. Yes, I agree with you. To me, this is that's one of the major things coming up this weekend. I think that you can really um, get some work done with those two guys, Anna Connor Hayward. You are spot on, as usual, yeah. my friend. You were spot on. Well, you know, you know. I mean, I, I do my homework. Yes, I, I know do my homework. I, I know you. I read my you notes. do homework. <laughs> you know. Yes. See, that's oh, I do. Oh, I do homework. I know. Let me tell. Let me tell. Let me tell you about having to help your kid figure out Python coding. At, oh, at 8:30 no. last night before oh, no. bed. Oh no! Yeah, exactly. It was it was it was rough. A- after a two and a half hour softball practice, um, yeah, my da- my daughter was in was in top notch peachy spirit. She was oh. like she was done. Oh, <laughs> was, I can imagine. I go yeah, through. It was like my kids. Oh. You know, they're homeschooled, so we're yeah. we're. we're we're homeschooling. I say we're, but you know, the good lady faith is the one dealing. Hey, your with. wife is yeah. really doing it. I go, I go through and I go, hey, anybody need help with their homework at all? My girls and I go, no, dad, not with you. <laughs> no, 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 we'll wait for mom. Yeah, we'll we're gonna wait for mom. wait for mom. You know? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. yeah. Was well, you, you got to throw it out there though? You have to throw. You have to show that you're present and you're willing, right? Yes, it's the willingness yes, willing. to want to help. Is <laughs> even though if it is hollow and open ended. <laughs> <laughs> and, no, and knowing ahead of time they're both going to go no we don't want yeah exactly that. exactly it's like listen i throw it out there every time i'm just you know just to make sure that in the book of life when you're writing your life story dad asked if we needed help with homework always you know that that's what that's all you need i need to check at that moment you're like you know what i don't mind just checking a box because i don't want to have to do 30 minutes of additional reading to figure out how to help you you know what i'm saying like right like that that that's the tough part at the end of the day 
it's like it's like I've now graduated to the point where I have to study to help my kids. <laughs> I, I, I'm in that category now. But you know, but my wife's like, listen, listen, I, I don't care what you have on your schedule. Quincy needs this, and it's like, all right. Well, I'm going to take 20 minutes here and read this before she gets home <laughs> so I can figure out how to explain to her how to, how to move a turtle on, on, a, on, a, uh, on this Python program. I'm like, why are there so many animal names? I was like, it's digital. You know, I'm like, the turtle's really a pointer in coding terms. And, uh, and Python is a coding system. So it's literally just a bunch of coding, code things to tell you what to do and so I'm learning this. I'm I'm learning how to code side by side with my nine year old, oh, and she's kicking my butt heart. right now. I can only yeah. imagine. You know, the, yes. I want to go back to some what you started this segment with because I don't want to gloss over it. Think about it. J.J. Watt coming out, Ring of Honor in NRG Stadium, and T.J. is there. That's got to be, that's a special moment. You remember when the two of them met as captains at Heinz uh, Field? When the, yes, yes, and that I thought that was really cool. And now to see this happen I, for for TJ and for JJ, it's got to be special. Yeah, no, I mean, it's your brother, for, for you know. For, that, that, that's your big bro. I mean, yeah. you, you, when you think about like life, right? You know, I go back, like you know, I, I have I have this IG feed, right, that gives me like all the '80s and '90s kind of pop culture nostalgia, right? And you know, you think that's like, man, go back to backyard football, right? high school football and you know jj's story and tj's story they both go to the same college and then you both make it to the league actually i'm sorry all three of you make it to the league let's not forget about Derek. yes um right, right and then all of us are playing on the same field just like we did as kids in our backyard and then now to know that we made it to the pinnacle like what we did back then has yielded this type of result, right? You have one brother who is going to assuredly be in the Hall of Fame in JJ. He's getting his ring of honor while your younger brother is still carving out a career that's going to be magical and special. He's already, your brother already assumed the all-time sack leader mantle at a place that he's been for only seven years. Yeah. Um, And he's on the way to carving out his Hall of Fame career on his own. And the family gets to all be there celebrating in this moment on Sunday. It's a big moment, like, man. That, that that's that's a huge moment, and you know, definitely a special shout out to the Watt family and and what and what you know the parents what 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 the parents did, mom and dad. You know, kudos, right? You know, yeah, gold star of raising the yeah. kiddos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say so, absolutely. Yeah, to say the least. So no, it, it, but I think that's also that brotherly competitive nature is yeah bro hey it was a special moment but uh yeah i'm about to carve up my own special moment in this i'm about <laughs> i'm about to I'm, I'm about to make my own parade inside of your parade right i'm just, I'm just gonna jump i'm just gonna jump in the crowd and start leading the band you know and uh, i think J, tj will have that little extra panache in the game but more importantly the rest of that defense is going to have tj's back too and i yeah. think that's going to be even more special so um yeah, let, 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 let's step aside here. We, we got the Cool Breeze coming up on the, on the next segment. So we're going to get to the commercial breaks. You are inside the locker room. Wolf, Starks, ESPN, SNR Radio.
This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, at this point in time, you know the music. The music means the man is here, and the man is the cool breeze's own self. And brought to you by Mount Lebanon Saloon. Bud Light, $3 Bud Light drafts, uh, 16-ounce drafts during all Steelers games. I love the fact, Jerry, that you had to put Mount Lebanon in parentheses so that I would make sure to do and say the Mount Lebanon <laughs> Saloon. <laughs> in, yeah, in Mount Lebanon. Yes. I, yeah, no, but hey, the Mount Lebanon Saloon could be, could be in Dormont for all we know. <laughs> but, uh, Wolf, I want to make sure, as always, that you are precise and spot on. Trying to be as precise as possible for the sake of journalistic integrity. You know, that is something that we <laughs> highly value here in the Right, I know. You, pr- you pride yourself on that, Wolf. I know. <laughs> yeah, I want one of them Pulitzers, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Jerry, as you, as, as, you, as you view Houston, Texas, there's a lot of people that are saying this is the proverbial trap game. I and mean, Max and I were kicking around going, there is something to this that if, if you're not on your P's and Q's, what do you think about this game as you're kind of giving us the 30,000-foot view? Well, Wolf, I would have thought that maybe a little bit, although I'm not a, I'm not a big proponent of, of the, uh, uh, the uh, uh, phraseology, a trap game. But right. I would have thought maybe that would be the case if Houston would have lost by 20 points in, in Jacksonville. But instead, uh. they won by 20 in Jacksonville. So, I mean, I think that has to get your attention. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, when you look at the broader picture here, Wolf, I was just having this discussion the other day on the Monday night show, and, and that is that, you know, it's easy to go down the schedule and say, yeah, you should win this, you should win that. You know, this is going to be tough, but you could win this. Yeah, and then Arizona beats Dallas who had outscored their first two opponents 70-10. to 10. And then Houston goes, won three games, goes into Jacksonville against the playoff team from last year, and, and wins by 20. And so, um, you know, it, to, to, to think that at any point in the NFL, it just goes to show you, I mean, just about, just about every week, certainly three times a month, there's games and you go, how the heck did that team win? Just like uh, Arizona right. last week. But it, but it happens. And, you know, we've we, we talked about this many times uh, about taking care of business. And I thought the Steelers did a good job of that last year. We've seen other years where they lose when they are the good team and they lose to the bad team. Mm. Whereas last year they beat up on, uh, you know, and took care of business with all the uh, equal or lesser teams. And, and that's the key. And this is a good opportunity, I think, for the Steelers to come uh, to come out of this little stretch, the first quarter, you know how the coaches break down the season into quarters. I think this is a good opportunity for them to come out three and one. But I'm not rubber stamping it because I've seen too many crazy things over the years. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely no. This is one, Jerry. I look at it, and you know, I use I use the word cautiously optimistic um, to describe right the potential for this game. Uh, when when you're looking at the health of the team right now. You know, a lot of guys popping up on the injury report, right side of that offensive line. Presley Harvin has a hamstring. Ogunjobi is still dealing with the foot. I mean, how, 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 how do you feel about the health of this squad going into? Cause they seem to have came out a little bit more banged up than anticipated uh, from, from the game against the Raiders. 
Yeah, a, a little bit, Max, but I don't look at it as, as terribly problematic when I, when I compare it to the Baltimore Ravens, who lost seven starters last week, and I don't know what and, – and a couple other guys. Uh, you know, and, and – well, they were without them last week. They might have lost a couple more. Um, you know, they've already gone uh, a couple games now without Cam and Deontay Johnson. You know, Mike, Mike Tomlin's point the other day was, you know, if, you know, they're doing – it's an opportunity for these guys – and it's, you know, other guys are responding. You know, Calvin Austin in particular. Um, Keanu Benton, I don't have to tell you guys. I mean, that's sacked the other day. I, I, was, I was looking at those next-gen stats uh, around the league, and I think Miles Garrett has the fastest sack in the league at like 2.7 seconds. Well, that Keanu Benton sack couldn't have been much longer than yeah. 2.7 <laughs> seconds the way he just swimmed through there and, and, and sacked uh, Jimmy G. Um, so – you know, I think, you know, they're getting uh, a little more comfortable with uh, uh, comfortable is maybe not the, the right word, but they're they're adjusting uh, without those two and they'll get Deontay back uh, in another couple games. Um, but I, 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 you know, they signed Brad Wing, their former punter to the practice squad, just in case Presley Harvin can't go. And, and they kind of the irony, if you will, there is Presley Harvey, ha- Presley Harvin had his best game. Yeah. In Vegas, averaged uh, 54 and a half yards on six punts, two over 60, and, and, then he, and then he pulls a little hammy. So I don't think they're terribly worried about their injuries. Um, obviously, you'd like to stay healthy, but you, Max, Wolf, you guys know <laughs> nobody stays healthy during the course of an NFL season. <laughs> right. One of the things that the, the Steelers went in last week, and what I, what I loved was they got after the play action. They had eight of them. They ran eight play action passes and Kenny is considerably better in his accuracy and his completion percentage at 75 in play action over his normal 56 57 percent Jerry I I'm hoping that that is going to be more of a thing that becomes normal more the norm more the play action as long as we can run the ball yeah it, well that's 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 what helps the play action as you guys know and I think you know um and you forgive me if I brought this up to you because, you know, I, I always have I have different audiences between TV and, and radio. And I always forget where I said it. But I, I um, you know, Wolf, I subscribe to that Billy Crystal uh, theory that I don't need new material. I just need new audiences. Every and seven so, minutes. But having having talked to Bill Cower about this, talked to Jason Garrett about this last week, they feel that Kenny Pickett is better served under center. Uh, yes. It just helps the running game and how obviously it helps the play action. But I think the big thing we saw in Vegas was getting him out of the pocket. And we saw it for several reasons. One, it rolls away from Max Crosby. So right. now you don't have to commit an extra blocker as much as you did on Nick Bosa and Miles Garrett. And, and when, when they did that and kept, kept Kenny Pickett in the pocket, he still looked skittish as though he was just waiting for those guys to come get him. And I think by rolling him out, that's one thing it did. It got him away from Max Crosby, too. It freed him up, and he looked more comfortable. And the third thing, too, there were high-percentage passes. You know, he's very good uh, running to his left and throwing across his body. And you saw some of those passes, uh, high-percentage high passes. And maybe the other – not maybe the other thing, it's almost as though – well, it is. It's like they – I think they want to go back to the template they had in the second half of last season – where they didn't want Kenny to win the game as much as they didn't want him to lose it. 
And what did he do last year in the last eight games through one interception? What happened in Vegas? No interceptions. Now, I know that one throw should have been, could have been and should have been a pick six, and they got away with that one. But I think, I think you, you'll see him by doing that, by getting him on the move, getting him more comfortable, higher percentage uh, of passes. And, again, um, uh, don't try to do too much. Uh, just try not to do anything too bad. And then what's it also do? Sets up the middle of the field for that long touchdown uh, to a Calvin Austin. How about, the, how about the Steelers have the two longest pass plays in the league so far this year, 71 and 72 yards for touchdown last year. Their longest <laughs> touchdown was 31 yards. Go figure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go talk, talk, talk about improvement there. And I think that that's where I think there are explosive elements. There are dynamic elements to this offense. Um, you know, a lot has been made um, and we've fielded these calls, Jerry, and where I just want to get your mindset where you're at. Jalen Warren expanded role, if not being in a prominent role in this offense. Well, Max, there are people in this building here who think Jalen Warren should be playing uh, more than, than 22. Um, and we see the snap counts getting closer and closer every game. I think it was a, just a disparity of four this week, which is the closest it's been. I think the week before against the Browns, it was seven. And the touches are almost equal. Jalen Warren uh, obviously seems better served in the passing game for two reasons. He catches the ball more comfortably and makes more plays in the passing game than Najee at least has been. And we know what a good, uh, you know, you saw him on the, on the pickup on the 72-yard touchdown mm. to uh, uh, Calvin Austin. So, yeah, there's some people that, you know, you're not alone, Max, who in this building, not just fans, but in this building, who think that that's uh, the case um, you know, Najee though is, is he's such a stud. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think, you know, I'm, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be a coach or analyze the film, but you know, I don't think there's any question. We all know he just needs to go North and South more and hit that hole a, a little quicker. And we saw that toward the end of uh, last year. And I don't know if it was having the confidence in the line and that the holes are going to be there or what it is. But you know, the other day, he had a run for zero yards is one of the most impressive runs I've ever seen. <laughs> he broke about four tackles yeah. and threw one yeah. away just, just to get back uh, to the line of scrimmage. And, and, and to be fair, uh, defensive coordinators, opposing defensive coordinators, look, they put a red letter on Najee Harris, and they don't put one on Jalen Warren. So he is going to get more attention from the defense, both in their scheming and, and, and on the field. So – I, I think we have to understand that uh, that as well. And one of the aspects of the game out in Vegas that I think really enabled them to move a little bit along in, in curing the running game problem is the fact that the doubles or duos, as Max and I go back and forth talking about the double duos, both the double teams, the fact is they're moving some people. And I think when I watch the, 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 the tape, when the tape comes on and you watch Houston, there's nobody in that front end that scares me, which is what scares me. We, this, is a, <laughs> this is what Max and I talk about. His offensive lineman, there's always that guy that you got to like, okay, where is he? You know, but now there's no, none of these guys, the inside guys, they're only 6'2". You know, all these, they're not big guys. And I think you can really do some good work going north and south and damaging with the double teams. 
Yeah, so Wolf, are you telling me because again, you know this better than I. What what yeah, are double teams is it back to more man blocking, less zone in this game or what? Yes, I I would go after the double team and go inside zone what have you. I like the man blocking right. scheme self my my own self, but that's cuz I'm an I old know you guy, I know you know. You. Right, I know that. Right, right, right. But what I'm saying is, yeah. I you know we're talking about Najee. This could be a real game for Najee to right. really bust something here and and do some good damage because I think he can he can really do work between the tackles well here. Yeah, and I think he needs one of those games. I, I you know he, look, he's not stupid. When he you know he gets that line of questioning and everybody's trying to tiptoe. Uh, around it right uh, and you know he's you know i'm sure he's a little sensitive to the fact that um you know um you know people think that maybe jalen warren should be playing and it would probably do him good to have a bit of a uh you know a bit of a breakout game and yeah, uh, absolutely. But, you know he, he was he was better the other day uh we're still we're still seeing too many runs in general for zero or negative yards um, but he does have a couple t- uh 20 plus yard runs and he was a little better in Vegas. So uh, little by little, little by little, I think we're seeing improvement. Yeah, They are. They're baby steps each and every week. It's gotten better each week. Okay, the bar was kind of low, but it still has gotten better uh, each of these three weeks. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I heard Nick Sirianni doing his press conference uh, earlier this week, so a quote from the eastern side of the state. He was saying, <laughs> guys should – he's like, he's like – Guys are still supposed to be growing at this part of the year. If you're a finished product already, you know, you essentially got to worry and we're getting better and we will get better. And I thought that's a perfect mantra, especially Mm, for the Steelers, right? Like you want to see the trajectory because I don't want you peaking in September, right? I I want you peaking in December December. and getting on a page. So this is kind of the process and the phase that we're at. Um, Defensively, so the the, the, uh, the Texans are down two tackles right now, um, and that's trouble. Andrew, <laughs> that's that, trouble. For yeah, him. exactly. <laughs> that that is a lot of trouble for him. And Kendra Green's your left guard, so yeah. you know, just kind of defensively, as you're looking at this and wondering where the exploitation is, you know, I think it's the defensive line where they could really have a day against this offensive line. What what are your thoughts from what you've heard and kind of, kind of kind of looked at? Well, one thing, uh, you know, not that I'm going to break any new ground here, but um, you know, the, the Steelers really like this number ninety they have out on the edge. You know, they think he could be a pretty disruptive player. And uh, I, I, you know, wow. fellas, I'm not so sure. I have seen a quarterback. Uh, uh, excuse me. Yeah, yes, a quarterback be as aware of one player as Jimmy Garoppolo was with T.J. Watt uh, in Vegas. I mean, every time he dropped back, he committed a half a second to look into his right to see where number 90 was. <laughs> and, you know, we know T.J. We know TJ Watt sacked him twice, but he disrupted their entire passing game just by his presence yeah. and, of course, his pressure. And Jimmy Garoppolo was so consumed with that um, you know, it's not, I, I, I have to tell you, I thought Deshaun Watson made some dumb passes. I was surprised that, that some of the uh, bad, dumb passes that Jimmy Garoppolo made, and I think a lot of that was T.J. Watt's influence. No doubt. Of course, he ended up having been picked three times, and yeah. during the game, I'm telling my colleague, Ray Fittipaldo, I go, Ray, I go, I'm just telling you, I go, they're going to pick six, one of these, because he keeps forcing it into double and triple coverage, 
because he wants to get rid of the ball with because he's where where ninety is the entire game, and so he he just totally disrupted him, and and impacted that entire game just with his presence pressure. Not even uh, forget about the the, the Saxon itself. Absolutely, Jerry. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, love having you on. Always, uh, the cool breeze is the cool breeze. So, thank you, brother. Appreciate and you coming. As, on. Yes, thanks, and Jerry. as always, fellas, I'll see you Sunday at the ball yard. Oh, now wait, wait a minute, because I want you to hear this, Jerry. That Jerry is brought to you by Mount Lebanon Saloon, which it happens to be. Oh, in Mount Lebanon, three dollar Bud Lights, <laughs> sixteen ounce drafts during all Steelers games. Thanks again, Jerry. Appreciate you, brother. Wolf. You are terrific. <laughs> and you. Mac. Hey, boys. Oh, <laughs> see you later, brother. See you, Jerry. All right, we'll be back for the Bell Lap, where Max is going to be leading the way. Coming after this. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, I'm uh, I'm staring at my screen and I see Cameron Hayward on Good Morning Football. Ah. Yeah, I'm looking great. Looking wonderful. Um, they kind of teased him about... Uh, those tweets he was he was releasing from the airplane. Everybody's um, all over that uh, the the yeah. Travis Swifty thing, whatever you know. Uh, Travis Kelsey, Taylor yeah. Swift. Yes, there you Did go. You say Travis Swifty thing. Uh, what's I, their what's their celebrity uh, name? I'm, is it is it Swelsey? <laughs> is that their celebrity name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because. Because Kift doesn't uh, quite doesn't get quite it. Work. Swell, uh, Swelfy. I don't know. That kind of yeah. yeah. rolls a little, off the tongue. Something, something to it. Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, but you know, I mean, they—they, they, I mean, they have it's TK and TS, right? I mean, those are the initials. Ooh. Yep. Okay, yeah. I was only so, third in my sixth grade spelling bee, so I'm trying to figure. That, that, or was that, it that, six that, in okay. my third grade? I can't remember which it is. Travis starts with T. Okay, we get the T. Taylor starts with T. Kelsey starts with K. Swifty right. starts with Swift. Okay. TTKS, I don't know. Regardless, anyways, we're 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 not going to get into acronyms just now. But uh, but you know the they were just talking about you know like being there and and Cam just sitting out like random tweets throughout the process of waiting for the plane. So uh, and then of course is not just football podcast. Um, he's got Le'Veon Bell on there and Christian Kuntz. Um, oh really? He's, yeah. The, the, he has, so he has he has two episodes. That drop and so. I wonder how Levy's doing. Yeah, well, I mean, we could have asked him had he been allowed in the stadium with the Raiders game. He was there for a tailgate. <laughs> oh, was he? At, but he, but he, he was trying to figure out how to get in the stadium, how to get tickets. Because uh, you he, can't buy he, he he can't buy a ticket. I mean, I mean, but when you're a former player, you would think that you would have better access than going on StubHub or the NFL Ticket Exchange. <laughs> okay. You know, you know, so. So yeah, so I'm sure anywho, after I retire, yeah. it'll be all about yep. Greg, put your money down. <laughs> yeah, Wolf, Wolf, I find it hard, very, very hard to believe that you would have a problem getting a ticket, no matter what 
your age is, sir, and what you've contributed. <laughs> right. I'm okay. sorry. You, you, you didn't. You didn't drop. You didn't drop a rap album in the middle of your holdout, did you? <laughs> no, I that didn't. I don't know about. You know that. Okay. Yeah. I, I come to think of, it, I didn't. I didn't release. A yeah. Rap album. So, so you're still in good graces. That's the problem. <laughs> like, we, listen, when, when you start doing uncharacteristic things, you know, while you're supposedly employed by a certain organization. Yeah, then you have issues like I don't know how I'm gonna get in the stadium. Well, you know, <laughs> well we we did release technically we released a single, the Happy Birthday song to my uh, my uh, grandkids. You know that that, 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 is that true. got a thousand hits on Twitter. <laughs> but that but that but that was a live hit. It yeah. wasn't a pre-recorded <laughs> album with a music video. No, we do it live, baby. You know, live. There's right. no Millie Vanilli on this show. I got to tell you, did yeah, you guys yeah, listen no to that? No Milli or Vanilla. You yes, yes, I did. Oh, my yes, goodness. It, we were horrendous. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we were we were pretty Sometimes bad. Sometimes it's uh, so bad, it's good, though. Yeah, know? yeah, that was. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's the thing. I mean, two of us were, were in tune with each other. <laughs> and one of us <laughs> sounded like a, like, like, like a cat getting, getting hit by a door, you know? So... Yeah, I who did, that was. Did, yeah, I, I don't know who that was either. Yeah. <laughs> he oh who shall remain unnamed. Wait, uh, Max, hold on. Was, Before you move on, we yeah. forgot something here. Hold on. What? Oh, 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 oh God, the bell lap. Thank you, Wes. I knew something oh, my was goodness. missing. Something was off. I did not intro us with the bell lap. Oh, my gosh. We got to pull know, our game hey. together before tomorrow. I, I, you, li, 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 listen, we need to be on the same page, okay, guys? That's listen. right. This is like Tunch and I coming in when you guys were playing Super Bowl Forty in Detroit, right? We go yeah. into the Steelers' offices there at Ford Field, wherever, whatever, on Friday, and Keith Butler is flipping out because Potsy missed like three checks. And he's going, we're yeah. 48 hours away from a game, and Potsy missed three checks today. You know, like, a, calm down there, Butts. It'll be okay. Yeah. Potsy will pull exactly. it together. Yeah, no, we were at the Pontiac Silverdome. Yes. The old uh, Detroit Lions facility. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, at the old one. Yep. Yeah. That's right, because that's where we were practicing. Yeah. The only reason I remember that is because uh, my father, Ross Browner, rest mm-hmm. in peace. Yes. Um, he sacked Joe Montana. The only time Joe Montana's ever been sacked in a Super Bowl, he sacked him in the Pontiac Silverdome the last time the Super Bowl was played there. No kidding. Yes. Oh, so I still haven't Look. shown you that picture of your dad and I coming into. He, he's closing no, the trap, and I'm 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 like turtling up. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> Am I turtly enough for the turtle club? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting all verklempt right before contact. <laughs> well, yeah. Yes, I would love to see that picture because that would be a, that. that would be a cool photo to see. That was so. Cool. Yeah. When you do find it. Because you have been dangling that over my head the last three years that we've been doing this show together. <laughs> you know, you think I would be able to find something like that, you know? And it, like I say, it's yeah. not easy being me. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I mean, you know, what, you, you know what the motivator has to be. Your kids have to come in and say, "Hey, Dad, can you help me with homework?" Like, <laughs> ah, I got something to do. I'm gonna go find this photo. No, when I get back, when I get back, <laughs> I'm on the hunt for that photo. <laughs> Right, I'm you on are. The hunt for that. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Well, with with that in mind. We're going to step aside so Wolf can have extra time at home today to do homework. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know that thank, ain't happening. Yeah, I know that ain't happening. But uh, but thanks, everyone, for listening. And we really appreciate you. And I do want to remind you that if you are going to look anywhere for any of your Steelers apparel, 
whether it's hats, whether it's jerseys, memorabilia, auction items, all that stuff is available. If you go to Axtra Stadium, to the Steelers Pro Shop, go to Tanger Outlets, you can go to Grove City Outlets, or you can go on shop.steelers.com and you can get all of your Steelers merchandise to get you ready for game day and then get you in the action. Um, we want to thank our engineer, of course, Mr. Wesley Euler. On the ones and twos, he's the head ninja. Is CJ in that building? I got to ask this question. Yes, he is. is. CJ in? Yep. There it is. Uh, junior ninja in training, uh, <laughs> CJ. Of course, the sensei, Brian LaMartina, keeping all of us together. He's Craig Wolfley. I'm Max Stark. You've been inside of the locker room. Make it a great day. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.